Welcome back to the Veterinary Viewfinder. This week, we've got one of the pioneers in veterinary telemedicine and technology, Dr. Philippe Moreau. You do not want to miss this conversation. Welcome back to the Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And this week, we are missing Becky. Cindy, Becky mm. is off on deployment for the ASPCA, so it's just us. And we have got a really special hot topic that I can't wait to share with you today. But before we get to that, as always, I am your host, Dr. Ernie Ward. And I'm Dr. Cindy Courtney. And on the other line, all the way across the Atlantic, is one of the OG veterinarians. When it comes to practice management, when it comes to innovation, when it comes to technology, I am talking about none other than my dear friend and colleague, Dr. Philippe Moreau from France. Philippe, thanks for being here today. Oh, it's a pleasure, and don't, please don't add any more, uh, uh, I guess, uh, assets to my name. This is plenty. <laughs> oh, Philippe, we're just, we're just getting started. Mm -hmm. Well, Philippe, because, you know, I think that a lot of veterinary professionals are familiar with what you've done, they just don't probably know that you did it. And so I'd like to take our audience back in time and tell us when you graduated from veterinary school and where. I graduated in 1978, so uh, that was uh, 40 years ago. Amazing. Seems like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I graduated in Belgium, and then I did my internship at Purdue University in the United States, and then I stayed on for residency at Texas A&M and took the qualifying boards for internal medicine and then returned to France in, two, I'm sorry, 1983. Right, but you didn't just get board certified in internal medicine. You also are a specialist in another specialty. What is that? That's neurology. I'm also <laughs> boarded in oh neurology, yes. That came after. <laughs> right, so again, if you're listening, this is one of those amazing individuals who didn't stop at veterinary medical degree like Cindy and I did, but he said, you know what, I'd like to get boarded in internal medicine. Oh, and you know what, neurology sounds like a good thing too. So an amazing, amazing person. Oh, I don't know And about didn't that. just stop there either, because then decided that he had even more to contribute to the profession. Yeah, it actually became incidentally, you know, in my practice, none of my associates and partners wanted to handle practice management and they just handed to me and I started you know listening to the gurus in the United States uh, and start to train myself you know to various uh, business schools and then before I knew it I became uh, sort of a uh, an expert quote unquote you know in in Europe particularly and uh, and I started talking about our experience, you know, applying communication tools in our practice. And then it went on from there. And then in 2000, I stopped practicing, sold my practice and opened up MediProduction. MediProductions, you know, devotes to communication tools. And that's what we've been doing for the last 18 years. Yes, but but wait, I, I just want to remind the audience because so now you're you're double boarded. I mean, you've got a master's in physiology, pharmacology. You go back to France and you set up a, a referral clinic, right? That's true. You know, we had a big, big referral practice in the middle of France. 
Right. And, and what actually happened and, and what I like about your story, Philippe, is I sort of followed in a very smaller fashion what you did is that, you know, we established a really successful clinic. You are doing this amazing referral practice. And then you started wanting to share your successes, which is remarkable. Well, yes. I mean, you know, one of the things that I found, you know, I, I believe that I'm a by nature and genes an entrepreneur and you know after developing our referral practice and getting to a stage where i felt i would not really uh, improve it that much anymore over the years i said you know this is the time to switch and do something else yeah and philippe this just goes back i mean one of the reasons why i've i've always been honored to be called your friend is that there are two kinds of successful people in this world in my opinion there are those that say I got mine, you get yours, and there are those like you, my friend, who say, I got mine, let me help you get yours. And you have helped so many people get theirs throughout the world. Now, let's let's fast forward, okay, it's 1999, 2000, you decide, okay, you know what, I've taken this private referral practice about as far as I can, and I'm going to I'm going to start to really focus on sharing my message. And you set up uh, Medi Productions. And so explain to us what Medi Productions was and what it is today. Well, initially it was a small shop and just the two of us, and then it evolved over the years, and we are now 12, you know, in the company. But um, the company is dealing with, you know, digital communication tools, helping veterinarians with their client relationship, enhancing the relationship with their clients. And then we develop, you know, tools, digital tools today that are taking that uh, client experience at various stages of their, uh, I guess, meeting with the practice and the vets and the staff. So we have tools that uh, are associated with the, you know, the uh, waiting room, which I call before consultation. Mm -hmm. So the initial stage, you know, where actually the clients have not met with the vet and the staff yet, they're just entering into the practice. So this is digital signage, you know, basically. And we develop a tool that you know, uh, Ernie, called the Vet Kiosk. Um, that tool today is in about 600 practices over the world. And um, particularly in Europe. It's not so much in the U.S. at this stage. And we uh, uh, changed it, its name just a few months ago, uh, a year and a half ago, and we called it now VisioCare TV. And then we start thinking, you know, uh, we need to have a tool so to facilitate uh, the decision of clients while they are in consultation. And we developed another tool based on animations, videos, and we baptized that uh, concept VisioCare Consult. So VisioCare Consult is no longer before the consultation, it is during the consultation, and it is not about you know, entertaining and distracting people before they enter into the consultation room. And, and create awareness, which is VisioCare TV. Now we are in the consultation, which is you know more of uh, facilitating the decision by visual aids, and this is no longer passive. This is an interactive tool used by the veterinarians. 
either on a tablet or online on their computer while the clients are in the consultation. And, and that tool is now in the hands of about, I would say between 1,500 and, and 1,800 practices over the world, uh, about 700 practices in the US, in North America, I should say, there's some in Canada. It is also known uh, as Pet Health Network 3D because we have an agreement with IDEX and they baptize the program yes. under their brand, and, but it is essentially the same program. So Visio Care Consult is the second tool we developed. Uh, and uh, in parallel, we also produced um, content, videos and animations for websites. So regardless of who is your website provider, uh, we allow you to use our content to enrich the websites, and we call that VisioCare Home. So there is a package that takes care of, you know, before, during, and after the consultation, before VisioCare TV, during VisioCare Consult, after VisioCare Home, which is, you know, your website. Um, and then in parallel to that, and this is the latest baby that came out of um, our studio just uh, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, uh, and that's an app, a pet owner app that we have been developing for the last uh, two and a half years now. So it is a very, very complex and sophisticated, but also comprehensive uh, pet owner app that came out of uh, our studio uh, a few months ago called My Buddy Pet App. And this is now in, um, in the hands of veterinarians in France for, uh, since uh, December. So we have about 50 practices that are using it in France currently. Uh, we are under pilots uh, in the UK and uh, we're starting pilots in the US as we want to enter in the North American market, you know, probably sometime in 2018. Okay, so if you were listening then, you just heard an incredible journey of innovation that has been going on for over 20 years. And for me, as an outsider who who came to know Philippe back uh, around 2000, early 2000s, um, I can tell you that this guy never stops. You just don't <laughs> cease to, to innovate. And, and so the things he's talking about, 3D animations and tablet communications, and even back then using emails, I mean, this stuff predates all of, all of the hot apps that you hear today. And it's like, ooh, the new innovation thing. And it's like, uh, guys, check the OG Dr. Philippe Moreau because this dude was doing it back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm thinking about a lot of the the dates you're mentioning, Dr. Moreau, and I'm like, okay, yeah. So some of your graduations are before I was born, and a lot of this technology <laughs> stuff was, you know, before we even had Facebook. And and you know, I'm so familiar with um, some of the the pet network stuff and and those visual tools and how helpful they are for us to just get clients on the same page with us. And, you know, we can be sitting here talking, I'm very much a verbal learner, and that works works really well for me. But that that's not the same way that all of our clients learn, um, being able to see things and understand it that way can can be so instrumental in them saying yes, and moving forward with treatment. Do you do you find that have you tried to incorporate that? And in, in the programs you guys offer and present? Yes, absolutely. You know, and it's interesting, because uh, uh, over the last uh, year, particularly with Visio K Consult, uh, uh, we have so many anecdotes about how veterinarians are using it and and how uh, rewarding it is for them and and their staff and how much the clients enjoy you know receiving messages and explanations through the, the program um, 
I can tell you one if you want to. I, I have yeah. plenty, yeah. but I can tell you one. Is that okay? Yes, Absolutely. please. Yeah. Uh, I met a few weeks ago with a vet here in France who told me, Philippe, you're not going to believe what happened last week with uh, one of my clients that with uh, associate with Visio Care Consult. I said, well, let me know. And he said, well, I was, you know, in the reception area and one of the clients that was there came to me and said, doctor, I, uh, I, I, I am not one of your clients, but, you know, uh, I heard that you have animations and, and, and uh, that you have a program. And could you explain to me what is the TPLO? And so because, you know, um, I, I, I would like to know what is, you know, the cruciate ligament surgery. And um, actually, I, I'm not sure that was exactly the question, but she wanted to have explanations about, you know, cruciate ligaments. Mm -hmm. So the vet says, you know, I said, sure, you know, no problem. And he was in the middle of the reception area, so there were other clients there. Mm -hmm. So he started using his tablet and showed her, you know, the, the cruciate ligament section, you know, within VisioCare Consult. And he asked the client or the lady, you know, how old is your dog? And she said, well, this is not for my dog. This is for me. <laughs> so everybody laughed, of course, and immediately the vet said, you know, I said, well, I'm not a surgeon. I'm not an MD. You know, I can't tell you what's happening in dogs. But, And then everybody laughed, and he showed it to her, and she said, well, thank you very much because I'm supposed to be operated, you know, next week, and my doctor <laughs> never really explained it to me. So it, yeah. it, is, it is interesting to see that, you know, that day, the vet was the star of the neighborhood because yeah. he helped that person. So it, it actually goes further than just explaining what happens with your dog. It's also um, a way to market your practice and the services that you provide to the community. I love that story because we hear so often from our clients that in a lot of ways they wish they could be seen by their veterinarian because they feel like they get better explanations, they get more personalized care sometimes from their veterinarian than they are getting from their MDs. And it sounds like that's probably a, maybe a global phenomenon. Do you guys find that <laughs> in France as well? Yes, absolutely. You know, I read just a few weeks ago, I'm sure Ernie, you are aware of that. Uh, there was a study done by the Harvard Business uh, business school where they showed that uh, about 80% of the medical decisions are taken at home yeah. with the family. And of course, this applies to human medicine, but also, you know, to pet right. parents. So when you can bring and facilitate the decision by showing, you know, through animations, videos, what you're about to do, whether it is a diagnosis or a treatment, it really helps people. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with these products, number one, I want you to go to these websites. Uh, Philippe, what's the what's the best website right now to sort of get all of the overview of products? There are two websites that I would recommend. One is called VisioCare Suite. Yeah, VisioCareSuite.com. www.VisioCareSuite.com. And then the other one is uh, uh, MyBuddyPetApp.com. Yeah, and I want to talk more about that in just a minute as far as where you think telemedicine is going. But just back to this other, you know, the decisions are made at home. I mean, that's a that's a really important insight from this recent HBR study. And and the reason that they were doing this was they're saying, okay, look, how do we influence these decisions in the right way? Because the human medical community is getting very frustrated with people going home and doctor Googling their own condition and then kind of coming back with some wacky, you know, conclusions. And so what, what Philippe has done over the last, you know, 20 years, that I've known him is he's actually given us tools that 
we can export them to their home, you know. And, and Philippe, you and I used to say taking the exam room to the living room. I don't know if you remember us back in the day saying that, you know. But we were trying to take the exam room experience into the living room where those people can now look at as animations, look at, you know, explanation videos and so forth and say, okay, this is why we need to do this cruciate surgery or whatever. So, Philippe, again, what you're doing is so, so important to helping improve pet care. This reminds me of a story I was I was hearing just recently online where someone was talking about a client who came to them and basically asked, you know, it's so easy for me to come across information from Dr. Karen Becker and some of the kind of integrated holistic folks that are that are out there online that clients can get this impression that the veterinary community believes certain things because the volume of information of veterinary information that seems to be online is coming from a very specific group of veterinarians that may not reflect kind of the majority of, of veterinary opinions. And I think the client was making a good point is, you know, a lot of us don't necessarily feel like we have the time to put that good information out there and make it easier for it to come to the top of that Dr. Google search. Or, you know, when folks go on Facebook and, and ask their friends and colleagues, you know, hey, what's what's the right approach to, to, to use here? So, um, with your experience, Dr. Moreau and, and Dr. Ward, what advice would you give for us to help make it easier to bring that information to the living room or to the Facebook room, I guess? Well, um, um, let me uh, answer or try to answer. And then Ernie, uh, please uh, add on to my comments. Um, when I met a few uh, months ago, uh, with uh, one of our partner, I was talking to the head of marketing, and she's not a veterinarian. She said, could you show me this procedure? And, uh, you know, again, uh, incidentally, it was uh, uh, also associated with the, the cruciate ligament. But um, at the end of the day, it could have been anything. And she asked me to show it to her, and same thing. She said, you know, well, my dog was operated, and when uh, I um, decided to... Uh, have my dog operate. I went on Google Doc and I went to look at uh, what was available because my vet did not explain it to me that well and I wasn't sure mm -hmm. what it was all about. At the end of the day, she said, I almost canceled the surgery because wow. I found all kind of surgeries on the web, you know, on Google Doc that were really uh, scary to me. So by using a tool like the one we're talking about, you really diminished, avoid potentially people to get distracted, to get fake news, to get things that, you know, are not necessarily appropriate. And then you can tell them, don't, you don't need to go on, on Google. I'm going to send you the animation. I'm going to show you, and I'm going to send it to you and your family so you will have the right information. Yeah, and Philippe, that's, this is a good segue into the My Buddy Pet app because you've been obviously working on this in various iterations for the past 20 years, but now it is actually a personalized app. And I think that, Cindy, one of the, the answers to that question is, okay, we know that they're going to go home and Google and search whatever. But yeah. we also know that they tend to give priority to information that comes directly from their trusted veterinary resource. Right. So, you know, that's, we have to have that trusted relationship. So Philippe, explain a little bit about where you are today with providing this kind of information and, and, and why this My Buddy Pet app, I think, is is the right tool for the for these types of applications. Because the other thing, too, if you're listening today, most of the apps that you're hearing about today were developed over the past, what, 
Philippe, a couple of years, and this guy has been working on this for, for nearly 20 years. So, Philippe, explain a little bit about the telemedicine aspect and, and how does my buddy pet app like actually help get direct information from a trusted veterinary source? Yeah, my buddy pet app uh, has been developed with a, you know, a team of uh, I'd say internally seven people. But we, when we use external providers and advisors and vets and nurses and technicians and receptionists and pet owners, we believe that we uh, accumulate enough uh, information to provide uh, pretty comprehensive and fully loaded, if I can use that expression, uh, pet owner app. So. There are, you know, other apps out there, and some of them provide the same services, such as, you know, appointments, such as, you know, uh, reminders. Uh, but right. what we and you know included and integrated are several things that are not out there, and that includes a full library of content that is readily available within the app to the pet owners. So we developed. Uh, 260 fact sheets for dogs and 160 fact sheets for cats. And they're all illustrated with the animations and videos that we already built for VisioCat Consult. But now they are no longer in the same context. They are illustrating the fact sheets. And those fact sheets are an Im immense resource of information directly in the app for the pen owners. And then they're divided in various sections. One is, you know, home care, where you have, you know, prevention and how to do this and how to do that with your pet. And then there's another section that is breed specific. So you have breed specific conditions. You just enter the breed of your pet. You know, whether it is a dog and a, or a cat, we have today 128 breeds of dogs and 28 breeds of cats that have dedicated packages of content. So this is quite unique, of course, and this is directly part of the of the app. And then, you know, uh, another component that is about to change uh, very quickly. You mentioned telemedicine, okay, uh, Ernie? Uh, I sure. believe that there is what I call a rocket coming soon <laughs> to the market called telemedicine. Whether we like it or not, it's coming. Uh, whether yeah. we like it or not, it's going to come in human medicine. It's already there, right. and it's going to come in animal health as well. And there will be probably providers outside our profession that will take this on board. And I would like to potentially give my colleagues, veterinarians, the opportunity to keep that in their hands and yeah. dealing yeah. It with it themselves. So... We believe that we have here the first stage of that uh, service within my buddy pet app. And so let me explain to you how it works today and how it's going to work tomorrow, okay? Today, which is already in integrated into my buddy pet app, pet owners can send a message to the vet, to the practice, including pictures and videos, okay? Just like you do with WhatsApp and telling them, you know, my dog is scratching, or my dog is doing this, or my cat is doing that. And then the practice receives the message with the pictures or the video, and they can answer. This is working today, okay? Yes. And when they answer, it goes into a push, it goes into my buddy, it's kept, 
you know, within my body into the health record, and it is kept also in the medical record. So the vets know who has said what at one time about, you know, that questions or that uh, image or video. Now, this is what I call the level number one. Very soon, and I'll be happy and excited to show it to you, probably after this summer, uh, Ernie, we'll have a system where the vet will be able to give an appointment through a telemedicine service within the portal. And he will be able to allocate times, and it will be like a, virt a virtual consultation, and he will be able to monetize it. Right. Yeah, very exciting. This is, this is <laughs> going to be part of the program. Yeah. And it is not science fiction. We already have it in a beta version. So it's already working in a beta version. And I can't wait to show it to you, Ernie. Yeah, and but but there's something else. There's two other components to this app that I, I want to make sure we talk about because this is where I think you're leading this class. And, and again, I, I guess I want the North American listeners to understand what's happening in Europe. And, and maybe I, I want to help, you know, Philippe get this in, in our hands. But Philippe, the first thing I like about this particular app is the bilateral integration with your practice management software. So you want to talk a little bit about that, about the appointment scheduling and the reminder system and how this works bilaterally and seamlessly with whatever practice management software you might have right now. Yes. So in North America, we we work with 90% uh, of the practice management software, which means that my BuddyPetApp uh, platform, what we call the back office or the portal, if you wish, is integrated to the practice management software. This is, of course, uh, very, very helpful because uh, there's no more double entry, if you wish, which means that uh, when uh, the staff members, the vets enter uh, a reminder or a wellness plan or when they um, have a, a piece of the medical record that they want to share with their client, there's no double entry. It goes from the practice management software directly into the health book within the app of the pet owner. In, in real time too, Philippe, right? I mean, this happens instantaneously nearly. It does. Yes. Yeah, and that's that's also an important distinction from some of the other products. So anyway, so you get that you you make a note, you set up a reminder on your end, it's automatically transported to the smartphone of the the client. That's exactly, and that's true for a reminder related to a, any sort of uh, a consultation and visit in the time, but it's also true for treatments, which is, of course, uh, uh, very, very efficient in terms of compliance, because when you receive a notification, you know, what some people call a push, that tells you this is the day where you have to give, you know, whatever flea medication or whatever antibiotics or product, uh, the likelihood of uh, forgetting is very slim. Right. And what about the appointment scheduling component? Yeah, the appointment schedules component is uh, like a, a double feature where the vet can select either a request such that, you know, the client, you know, sends a request that gets to the portal. So now the nurses and the technicians at the reception, they receive a message saying, you know, Mrs. Jones would like to come to the practice for Kiki who has a skin problem. Uh, there are pictures or videos that are associated with that request if, if the client wants to. And then, you know, there is a response that goes into a push and back to the smartphone saying your request ha has been approved and accepted and your appointment is at this time of the day. So that's the the, the, the so-called request format. And there is another format which is the direct online booking 
We have right. a system that is compatible with, you know, the majority of the practice management software, which uh, allows the practice to open certain slots at certain days for my buddy pet app, which means that then the practice, uh, I'm sorry, the pet owners can select the day and the time directly, and there's no more answer needed. It goes directly into the appointment system. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to share this story, you know, with with our listeners primarily in North America, is because this is kind of an all-in-one elegant solution that isn't really in existence yet in the U.S. So, you know, they've got this in Europe, and I just, you know, I, I really wanted to share this with with you guys because I think we need to to have better tools out there. Absolutely. And one of the things that I like so much about the fact that it's so seamless, um, especially that the education pieces are tied into kind of the appointment pieces and the communication pieces is, and what you mentioned with providing breed specific information as well, it seems to me that the more customized, the more individualized we can provide uh, communication information and uh, kind of data to clients, the more relevant that they feel it is. And I think that's part of the reason that they try to go to Facebook and they try to go to Google is they're like, well, is the information I'm getting just really, really generic? Or does this really apply to my specific pet and my specific situation? And it sounds like a lot of these solutions are, are able to provide that. Yeah, I don't know uh, if you share this with me, but um, you know, people don't necessarily go to websites like they used to. Uh, people don't read emails as they used to. Uh, everything now is very much uh, within your smartphone as an app. And when you connect, uh, to, when you read your emails or when you visit a website, again, it is within the smartphone. And having a, a dedicated app that has all the functionalities of a, a real app is, is really uh, quite interesting because uh, it brings ad additional features that are related to those tools. And of course, you know, my buddy pet app has been developed such that it would be completely identified as the app of the clinic. So if you think about it, now your practice is in the pocket of your clients, all your clients. And, you know, because we have also another section in there that is unique, uh, if I may, Ernie, I don't know if you remember that, but there is what we call the news. And yes. the, the, the news banner is changing every week. We have new little post news with videos and animations that are coming up in the banner, which means that there are reasons for the people to use the app on a regular basis. Because what happens if it's an app that is only good for appointments or only good for reminders and you use it twice a year? You know very well what's going to happen the pet owners will not keep it because it is not something they use on a regular basis. So we add, you know, multiple functionalities, including the content and the news, such that um, the pet owners will have reasons, good reasons to keep the app and use it on a regular basis. And each time they open it, it is the app of the clinic. Yeah. And Cindy, one of the things that I know Philippe hopes uh, for the future for that news aspect of the app is mm -hmm. that it would be more individualized news. So if, for example, gotcha. if you have a boxer, yeah. then maybe there might be stories curated around what boxer health, you know, or research around boxers or German shepherds or kitty cats, whatever. Yeah. And I guess the, one of my other questions was whether or not that can be individualized by the, the particular clinic. You know, I work quite a bit in social media and I know that a lot of clinics are individualizing their feeds to their geographic area so that it's very relevant to the, the clients that are looking at that feed. 
Yes, and, and just to, to second what you said, Cindy, uh, I, I don't think that today, you know, veterinarians, just like other service providers, can rely on one channel. Oh, no. no. Right. They have to use multiple channels to, of, to communicate with their clients, whether it is the website. You know, don't throw the website in the bucket. You know, you still have to use it. You know, whether it is email, some people will still use email. Some people may still use postcards, by the way. Right. Uh, so anyway, you, you have to use multiple channels in order to reach all your clients. But tomorrow, I think that apps, and it's already happening today, and and uh, smartphone app will be a, a major portion of that uh, communication channel. There's another element within my buddy pet app that I like to share with you because our experience today with the 50 and more practices in France is you know three months old. So we have some. Uh, feedback from users, veterinary practices that are using it, and I want to share with you what they tell us, okay? Yeah. There is a feature within my buddy pet app called hospitalization, and that feature is uh, within the back office platform, the portal, and some of the practices install the back office on a tablet, which means that you know they are on a tablet online and they can, them or the nurses, the receptionists, the technicians, they can be at any place in the practice with the back office you know, on the tablet. And when they give news or send information or news about animals that are within the hospital, they use it. They use the tablet and they use our, our portal. So immediately they can take a picture of the animal that goes directly into that special spot for the news. They click uh, either a, a personalized message, such as uh, Kiki is doing well, or you can pick him up, or you can call the office for more information, whatever, there's right. a preset messages. But it takes the, the nurses and the technicians to do that with you know, our portal. It takes them two minutes, maybe, per case, and Philippe, is that then added to the medical record if you choose to? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And, wow. and it archives, you know, it archives into the portal. So they have traces of what the message were given because sometimes it's not the same person who's sending a message to the sure. client. But on the client end, they receive a push notification saying, you know, this is the news from Kiki and they have a picture and it is very, very successful. And one of the practice I talked to just last week, they told me this alone saves us about an hour and a half of time per day. Sure. Because now we don't have to call the people, be on wait, you know, having them calling back and yeah. so on and chasing them to give news about their pets. It takes two minutes to do it for each case. So that's a very, very successful feature that is within my buddy pet app. And I don't believe that anyone has that. And, um, Another uh, one, another comment that I want to make is, uh, I'm sorry, Cindy, you had something to add? Oh, I was just going to say that um, I, I, my son is in daycare and we, we have a similar feature in his daycares app where we get to feedback on him through the day and it makes us feel so much better knowing how he's doing through the day. So as I'm sure for pet parents and pet owners, uh, but, it gives but, them just a greater sense of, of comfort. But you know, Steve, yeah. what, what I love about this though is because we need to document these conversations yeah, and see too. using it in this fashion, it's automatic 
automatically incorporated into the medical yeah. record, which is critical because here's the thing. If you're now, like we've all been doing, picking up the phone and saying, hey, you know, Roxy's doing better after surgery, you then have to make a note, you know, and, and you kind of don't quite capture the full essay. You right. have to do it separately. Right. You've got to export it, copy, paste, whatever. So, Philippe, that is a home run. I mean, you know why I love this yeah. stuff so much. But yeah, anyway, yeah. now this you've got is, another, you've got very, another feature. Yeah. Yeah, this is a very successful and very important feature. I agree with you. Well, Philippe, you're really popular in, in France and much of Europe now with this My Buddy Pet app, but I know you're also looking to grow in the US and maybe tell our listeners a little bit about how they can get involved and help you and, and you know, what have you got going on in the US? Well, as I said earlier, we are entering into pilot phases uh, in the U.S., uh, and we welcome practices and veterinarians who are, you know, interested to join us within that phase of piloting, you know, My Buddy Pet App in their practice for their clients. And if they are interested, we'll be happy to show them, you know, through a, a teleconference uh, or webinar how the app is working and what features and how it benefits them and their staff and their clients. And if they want to go in and enter the pilot, there's no cost and they will receive the full program at no cost uh, in return for uh, entering the pilot with us. So how, would they, done, con how would they contact you, Philippe? Well, they can contact us, you know, uh, directly on the smart, on the website, uh, which is, you know, uh, mybuddypetapp.com, and there is an info button uh, which connects to our service provider here in the U.S. Um, so they can directly go on the website and uh, contact us through the website. That would be the best the best way. Well, Philippe, again, I, I can't let you go before you tell our audience about what I think is the coolest indicator of just how clever and innovative you are. And it goes way back in your history. You had an issue in the, the clinic about how people hook their dogs to that were on a leash. <laughs> tell, tell us my favorite, one of my favorite things you've ever done. Explain to everybody. I have these things throughout my clinic. Tell us. <laughs> uh, I know that you like that, uh, Ernie. That's funny. Uh, yeah, when I was in practice, you know, I I remember uh, back in the dark days where people were trying to pay the bill at the counter, and then they had their dog on the leash, and then they had to, uh, when they were uh, carrying a purse at the same time, put the purse, you know, on the counter, and then hold the dog, and then get the checkbook. And right. I mean, we all know that. So we put, you know, hooks, and we try to uh, put some devices that would help uh, people to attach their dogs uh, and the leashes, particularly, uh, you know, at some place in the reception area, and then. Incidentally, we had several people that uh, damaged their pants, you know, by uh, scratching and, and attaching their dog, and ultimately the hook would catch their pants or their clothes. Right, right. And, and, and so we'd start thinking, you know, it would be nice to have a, something that is easy to hook and unhook and that will not be damaging for people when they pass near the, the, the certain device. Uh, so we developed a, a little... Uh, 
hook that has that those features and it looks like a, a pigtail if you understand what I mean it's like a circle that uh, yeah. is um, uh, so it, you don't need to make a, a knot you don't need to uh, and if you touch it it's not going to catch your clothes and damage you or your skin uh, and you know we put that on the market uh, I don't know 20 years ago and I think that there's I don't know something like two or three thousand clinics using it today oh, maybe yeah. more I don't know yeah, you can still order it right <laughs> Yes, of course, of yeah, course. I think MWI carries it. Is that right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, it's I, honestly, a little circular leash yeah. holder. I got to tell you, uh, I remember the first time that Philippe came to our main clinic uh, in North Carolina years ago. These, I have these things everywhere because I am so in love with this product. And Philippe was like, you know, I, I invented that. And we were like, what? This is the best thing ever. So check it out. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go online. It's the best leash holder of all time. But it just gives you a little bit of insight into just how creative and innovative this OG in the veterinary world really is. Philippe, thank you so much for spending some time with our listeners today and telling your story. Thank you very much. I appreciate the exchange very much. And please don't hesitate to contact us. Uh, and uh, we'll be happy to help you if you can. Yeah, so if you want to know more about telemedicine and the direction it's heading, go to mybuddypetapp.com, click on the info button, and fill out your information, mybuddypetapp.com. Check out Dr. Philippe Moreau. Again, you have heard today what we have to say. We've heard a remarkable story from a remarkable veterinarian, but we want to hear from you. Please go ahead and get in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram at Veterinary Viewfinder and on Twitter at Vet Viewfinder. Who knows, maybe you can share with us some of your innovative ideas that you're, you're ready to take to market. Go ahead and leave us a review as well, uh, especially on iTunes. We'd love to get four or five stars and know that you love the podcast. And since Becky isn't here, I want to invite you to subscribe to make sure you don't miss one great episode of the Veterinary Viewfinder. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Au revoir, à bientôt. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.